Hello and welcome to the McGeppin Fries Movie Podcast. I'm Gavin. I'm Ian. And this week we are reviewing Logan. That's right. But before we start, we should probably mention that we are sponsored by GreenRoom136.com. Dot com. Gordon, <laughs> GreenRoom136.com. Um, we're running a competition still? Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. That's, that's right, that's right. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. You can win a Metromonger uh, camera bag style bag mm-hmm. um, from our sponsors. And to win it, you need to email us at podcast at McGappenFries. Yes, that's podcast at McGappenFries.com. And send us in which movie franchise you would like to see made in a Lego version. Like, we've had Lego Batman, we've had the Lego movie. We've talked about this on our John Wick podcast. We'd like to see you know Lego John Wick. Come up with what you'd like to see and send it into us. Yeah, there's nothing too strange or too weird. You want to see, like, a Lego version of Roots. You want to see a Lego version of Boys in the Hood. You want to see a Lego version of a uh, fucking... You know, I, I the color little, purple. I want a little Lego cookie now. <laughs> no, when you take the time to think about it, yeah. there's so many amazing sets. You know, like, I'd love, like, a Lego Goonies set, like a, like a one-eyed Willy ship kind of yeah. set. You know, I, um. It took like a month to build. You know, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd, I, I wouldn't even mind, like, um, a Lego version of the deli scene from When Harry Met Sally. You know, <laughs> the, the possibilities are endless. Uh, so send in your, um, your entries and the one that makes us laugh the most. You have, okay, th- wait, aside from that, you need to also send in an explanation as to why you think this movie should be a Lego movie. Yeah. Um, it's gotta be a movie though. It's yeah. gotta be a movie. No, um, and uh, the one that cracks us up the most wins. Yeah. And with that, we'll move on to our Logan review. That's right. That's right. Logan, what did you do? Charles, the world is not the same as it was. Mutants. They're gone now. I hurt myself today to see if I still feel I focus on the pain The only thing that's real Where is she? Beneath the She's like you of time Very much like you The feelings disappear She needs our help You are Someone to come along Someone has come along I am still right here and you could have it all My empire of dirt I will let you down I will make you hurt I will keep myself I would find So, uh, this is Hugh Jackman's final outing as the, uh, the very popular Marvel mutant. Uh, James Mangold uh, returns as director after mm-hmm. directing The Wolverine the second time around. Um, and uh, so this one is different. I heard that uh, Hugh, Jack- Hugh Jackman, he, I heard that he cut his price for this to be an R-rated version. Yeah, an R-rated version, but also the version they wanted to do. Yeah. There was like other options on the table, but they said, we'll take a cut. It was not only his price cut, it was a cut in overall budget. Yeah. Which they switched for more creative control. Mm. So the movie has now made shitloads of money. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I would like to say though, that I hope that this is, 
I, I'm very happy that this has made money and that Deadpool made money because now R-rated comic book movies are now a, a thing. They're now a thing. They're now commercially viable. But having said that, I don't think this is the way comic book movies should go, like, in general. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we should talk about this later, but Movie Bob did a video of, like, why Logan's a great movie that I don't want to see again. Right. There, there is very much... A, I, can, I get that. There I is very that. much... There could be a risk of this becoming The Dark Knight Returns. You know, when, yeah, when yeah, Miller yeah. did The Dark Knight Returns in the 80s, it was kind of like a reaction to superheroes and stuff. But the whole point was, it was it worked because of what was going on around it. Yeah. And it was a reaction to that and an attempt to try to do something different. Whereas, what the comic book industry took from that was dark and gritty cells. Mm-hmm. So between and Watchmen then, and that, everyone and just did that. Everyone was going dark and gritty, yeah. and then it just, you know, it lost its thing. And that's not what comic books are. But we can talk about that later. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah. the Logan. Story, I so mean, the, uh, the plot, um, this is like 2028, 2029. 2029. 2029. Uh, so mutants are pretty much extinct. There has not been a, a mutant birth in like the last 25 years. Yeah. Uh, Og- Logan is uh, old and weary, and he's taking care of a senile uh, Professor X. And he drives a limo. And he drives a limo. Yeah, he's a limo driver, earning a little bit of money on the side. Uh, Professor X is suffering from this, uh, um, this, this some uh, kind of degenerative mind some disease. kind of degenerative mind disease in which he loses uh, control of his telepathic ability to devastating effects. Yeah, and uh, there are certain things that are hinted at in about what happened in the past of, of when he lost control. But thankfully, we're, we're never shown those scenes, and that it's because I, I kept waiting for them to flash back to it. Yeah, and I was quite happy that they never did. That it that it's it's just something that happened it's not part of the plot it's supremely confident in what it does with references yes it's like we don't need to we don't need I mean, there was supposed to be a reference to John, Jean Grey in it but it kind of was at a time where the movie was dark enough and it was going to make it even darker so they kind of just kept up that scene light yeah, yeah. and they do there are references to things that are just dropped in there very small things that if you spot them it's great but it's not like they're going out of their way to stick in a reference but what's nice about this is that it, it's, it treats the cinematic universe the way that the comic books treat the comic book universe is that yep. they assume you know this shit yes you know and uh, after that, fucking 17 years you should yeah you know and I you know I got everything or at least uh, all the stuff that I thought I got I got you yep. know there were probably a few things that I missed because uh, I've only seen it the once mm. uh, my Catch a couple of other things in uh, on a second viewing. Uh, aside from taking care of Professor X, he's also helped out by uh, another uh, mutant played by Stephen Merchant by the name of Caliban. He's pretty cool in this. He's pretty cool in this. Yeah. Um, and he also appeared in Apocalypse. Yes, but like it was the, a very throwaway character. It was a very and, throwaway character. And um, and it's amazing that the same studio greenlit both those movies because Apocalypse is a mess. Well, this is it. There was an interview with James Mangold. I can't remember the, uh, the website that it was on where they, they asked about that. And James Mangold was like, I had no idea he was in Apocalypse, yeah. and the people in Apocalypse had no idea he was in Logan. It, it was, was a quick, just, it was a Quicksilver situation, probably. Yeah, which kind of <laughs> just tells you how much the Fox people talk to each other. But it also doesn't matter because. But thankfully, it does not affect the movie. Yeah, but it doesn't matter as well. I mean, taking these characters and doing this story with them doesn't mean that there won't be a. Ten years from now, five years from now, we could get another Wolverine movie and some up-and-coming actor might nail it again and knock it out of the park. And you can do a completely different style of story. Yeah. I mean, like, personally, I hope that they give it a little bit of time before yeah. they reboot Wolverine. Not just be- not just out of respect for Hugh Jackman, but because I think with, um, with X-23, I think they have an opportunity to continue the, the sort of uh, heritage of the character through her. So X-33 is a character who turns up played by Daphne Keene. Yeah, that's right. I mean, like, while, while uh, he's like, taking care of Professor X and all that, this nurse named Gabriella turns up, says that she needs uh, Logan to take her. No, she needs the help of the Wolverine. Right. 
Because okay. she really pisses him off when she calls him that at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's asking him uh, for help to take her and Laura X23 to um, this place called... Um, Eden. Called Eden. Basically Canada. Yeah. <laughs> at first he doesn't want to, but then, you know, there's a whole lot of bad people after her, and then he gets sucked into the chaos. Him and Professor X, they all get sucked into the chaos, and, the, and then the movie ends up becoming like a little bit of a road trip film uh, with, uh, with these three key characters. Yeah. And that's essentially the plot. That is it. It's a road trip. It's the, the, and it's also peppered throughout with, I mean, very liberally Western tropes because, like, they, they put Shane in the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. No, it's very much a modern Western. They've it, even, it, they've even got the fucking Johnny Cash song in there. At the I mean, very end, yeah. At the very end, yeah. Like, he's basically the last gunslinger in town for one last ride. But it's that mixed with grumpy old X-Men. Yeah. It feels like the kind of movie that Clint Eastwood might have made, like, about 20 years ago if, if he wanted to make a comic book movie. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, I really, really like this film. It's the closest thing to a perfect Wolverine film that we've gotten. Yeah. Um, the, they nail the character in a way that they've never nailed before. Uh, it, there is a lot of glee that comes with listening to Professor X say fuck. Jesus Christ. The first time that happens, and he's just like, fuck off, Logan. And you're like, what? Yeah. And they continue. They just curse like sailors through the rest of the movie. Even when, like we said, Gabriella goes up and he's like, I need the help of the Wolverine. He's just drinking a bottle of whiskey and just turns around and says, fuck off, right? He's <laughs> <laughs> just, the, they've no problem going for it. And it's great. It yeah. really, that's what the O rating gets you. It also, first time they really go to town on, on the violence. what his claws can actually do. We've yeah. had years of him swiping ineffectually at people and just falling over. Not just his claws, but uh, Laura's claws. X-23's Fuck me, claws what she does with her foot claws. That's amazing. She's like stabbing dudes in the fucking groin and the, the kid is, I think she's a gymnast or something, but that... Well, she, she's gotta be some kind of nasty. She's... <laughs> She like the way she moves is insane, and she's taking on guys three times her size and just spin kicking over them, and which she's digging her claws into the ground and then like stabs that guy inside the thigh a couple of times. Yeah, and there's another, there's a scene where both of them are fighting, and she's just like pounding like repeatedly on someone with the claws. She's just turning them into chulky salsa. Yeah, and it's fantastic. It's great. It's great. And also, she's super, what you call it, uh, confident in her abilities. Like Logan's driving away at one point, and she's got her little backpack. Mm-hmm. And she just like jumps on the bonnet, digs a claw in, looks badass for a moment, and then instantly scurries up the car. And it wasn't me. I didn't really think about this. Another podcast mentioned it. When she gets in the window and there's people firing at them, she instantly covers Professor X with her body. Yeah. It's a really nice little moment. That's like, well, she, and she's picking bullets out of her skin afterwards. She's fine about it. Yeah. But it's a, that's a beautiful little moment to have in there. And also, it's worth noting that uh, there's been a couple of people that have uh, been comparing it to the Old Man Logan comic book. I read it recently. It's completely fucking different. It's it's so different. There's no there's no point even comparing the two. Yeah, it's no, the, so the, fucking different. The big thing that's uh, the same is Logan's old. Like the that's only, it. the only thing it has in common is that Logan's old and it's a road trip. And there's a road trip element. That's all it has in common. Yeah. Um. Even with uh, the X twenty three comic books. The sort of, um, I guess you could say, like the germ of it is true to the comics. Yeah, but that's it. As yeah. It's the the uh, the movie version of X twenty three is pretty much its own thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the, the fact that because uh, like Richard E. Grant plays Doctor Rice, I like yeah. the fact that they never mention which Doctor Rice it is, whether it's the dad from the beginning of X twenty three, the one who gets killed, or whether it's uh, his son who takes over the project. Ah, and there's also a mention about Wolverine. His dad worked on the Weapon X program. Yeah, and Wolverine's like, yeah, I might have killed him. Yeah, <laughs> he's, like, he's not sure. <laughs> which is a which is a really nice reference. Yeah. that's a really nice reference to it. It's the same to uh, Boyd Howlbrook. Yeah, plays a character called Pierce. Yeah, because I wasn't sold on him in the trailer. No, but he's good. In this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he, he he works. He he works really well, but it's also hoid, 
Pierce was with a group in the comics called the Reavers who like you know it did a quick image search and he's all like giant it's a very 90s character giant fucking Doctor Strange collars and a cape yeah. and shit like that yeah. but like there's just some point like they just talk about it it's just a reference it's like oh yeah Pierce and the Reavers weren't working out yeah. and it's just like that's a nice way to just get that little thing in there and all the Reavers are augmented they all have like gun arms or something replaced and stuff mm-hmm. which is a neat little touch and him constantly playing with his hand yeah it's nice when he's breaking it or he's fixing it that's nice. there's a thing he does with his fingers where he rolls them all the way back yeah. And it just looks cool. It just looks cool. Yeah. And then uh, Eric LaSalle turns up. He's like a part of a family that helped them out halfway through the film. And uh, it was funny because like as soon as Eric LaSalle turns up, all I can think of is Soul Glow. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was, that was Coming to America, right? Coming to America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of Eeyore because he was in Eeyore for quite a while. I don't know. Fuck Eeyore. Fuck up. Fuck that shit. It's a great show. What, did you watch the live episode, you fucking faggot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sunday nights were Eeyore night up, uh, back in the in the house with the six guys I was living with. <laughs> did you all circle jerk each other during the live ep? <laughs> no, we were all looking up what the fucking diseases of the week were. Because like, oh, it's all right. Oh, shit, I might have that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what those puss-weeping sores are. I mean, what I really like about the film is, you know, aside from the fact that it does uh, the character justice and all of that, is that it's, in many ways, it, it transcends the genre. It, it, it's about it's about things that you don't necessarily associate with, uh, with the comic book genre. It's about mortality. It's about regret. It's about guilt. It's about family. Uh, it's about family. But, you know, I mean, the family thing is a bit... You know, the family thing is, the, is one of the more obvious sort, 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 yeah, sorts of things. Yeah, I was but joking. It's, it's really... <laughs> it's a, uh, but what, what's really nice about it is just the way that it deals with the, the whole idea of consequences. Yeah. And that is something that is haunting these characters. It haunts Logan and haunts Professor X. The consequences of Logan's actions are written all over him because he takes his shirt off quite a lot and there's just fucking yeah. ripped to shit scars all over him. There's a scene where he's, he's physically pushing the bullets out of his body. Yeah. And it's just painful and nasty and he doesn't heal as quickly yeah, as he used to. Yeah, uh, his healing factor isn't what it used to be because he's old now so it, everything takes longer. And it's just a brutal film. Yeah, it's a really brutal movie. And there's a there's a there's a line there's a true line as well with Professor X. Um, while he's on this trip, he, they've had him sedated for quite a while because he this thing that happens this this when he has seizures. And there's a nice line of him slowly coming off the meds and is like regaining himself slightly. Yeah. For a few brief moments. Of yeah. What and realizing what happens and what he's done and yeah. what's going on and that's played really really well as well. Patrick Stewart really really plays it. Exquisitely. Yeah. It's just really good. I think we just dived right into spoilers. Mm, okay, sure. Yeah. So we're going for spoilers from here on out, so right. look spoilers. away if you haven't watched it spoilers. already. Oh my god, you ever shut up, pal. So one of the things the second viewing kind of bugged me. Um Professor X died. We always start a spoiler section with somebody dying. <laughs> <laughs> Professor X dies in an absolutely kind of horrific way, He's stabbed by a Younger clone kind of thing. A younger, uh, younger Logan clone. Which yeah. I had no idea was going to happen. Like I was interested. No, me neither. Me neither. When, yeah. when he's having this beautiful moment of realizing what happened at the Westchester incident, that Professor Rex essentially killed his X Men by the sounds of things. Yeah, yeah. And like they mentioned, six hundred people were injured and nine people who were the X Men died. Yeah, yeah. I would cut that the second time as well. It's like nine. I wonder which nine it was. Yeah. And. He's confessing this to Logan and he's talking about this is the best day I've ever had, like just a, f- a family meal and, you know, not forgetting yeah. their, their worries for a while. And but then it turns out to not be fucking Logan. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, but for a moment, you're like, what's up with his hair? Yeah. And then he just fucking sinks his claws straight into Professor X's chest. That was nice. I mean, it, it was funny how, like, <laughs> you get to the point where it's like, well, eventually he's going to 
as it is with all comic book movies, eventually it's going to be like mano a mano. It's going to be one on one with someone. And, and the Reavers aren't coding and, it. And, and you're trying to figure out like, okay, how's that going to work? I mean, I was kind of hoping it wouldn't go there. Yeah. But once I realized they were going to go there, I figured, okay, they came up with the best possible way to go there. Yeah, because it was one where of, he's fighting himself. Because it was one of the problems with the Wolverine in that. Yeah, it was like it was a really cool samurai. It was a really cool samurai modern samurai movie. And then until it's the, the end, end, and it becomes Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. And Iron Man, I remember Kermode giving out about Iron Man about how it was being a snappy, fun comic book movie up until the end, where it's two robots beating each other up. Yeah. And at that point, you don't want that. Yeah. And uh, coming up with a, a, an ending that works can be tricky yeah um but yeah that, i mean the, the younger logan looked really good looked really good i mean it was probably him it was just you know well the on age i think I'll, they probably just cleaned him up a bit i thought it was uh they i thought they used the body double and put his face on them oh really i think that's how they did it i, I don't know i don't know but yeah. i mean it was very well done yeah because i thought it was him and he's just mad all the fucking time yeah you know, <laughs> I, was just, I was watching with the wife and then after that after that, we went out for a meal, and she's like, uh, "So, so, like, well, was that him? You know, because yeah. he doesn't look as old as as, as he does as Logan, but yeah. he he doesn't look as young as he did as as this. So, was it him? I'm like, what? What, what are you? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> uh, we just watched the movie. I don't want to talk about it yet. You know what I'm like, right? Like yeah, after yeah, yeah. a movie, like I generally don't like to talk about. Uh, it. There's a line I've been running with now all the time. Whenever my girlfriend asks questions when watching something, someone posted it on Facebook, and I save the photo. Yeah, and I've just been using it and it's like i'm watching it i didn't direct this shit i don't know what's happening <laughs> just because i'm in the industry doesn't yeah. mean i'm in the fucking movie, movie yeah <laughs> i don't have any cliff notes i don't have the script i don't know what's going to happen who's, who's that guy it's like i don't fucking know hang on i'll call pto he'll know he'll know <laughs> he knows everything he's got contacts <laughs> but ah <laughs> sorry the pc nearly went to sleep um no but i i was very jazzed with this film um I saw the first trailer. I was I was in from the first trailer. I didn't yeah. want to watch any other trailers after that. And it was tricky because the, 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 the second trailer wasn't... Even without Johnny Cash, it still worked. And you're like, you're building it up a lot. Yeah, no, I didn't watch the second trailer. I only saw the teaser. Like, yeah. that that was enough. I, like, I've seen enough. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Everything works better with Johnny Cash. So, we get back to Daphne Keene again. Um, why did I want to get back to Daphne Keene again? Because she's awesome. Because she's awesome, yeah. I mean, there is a... Logan just constantly pushes her away. He doesn't want anything to do with her. Like, in the comics, she's has more of a life before he comes along. And it's not really... They have a genetic... They have some of his genetic material that then they, they I make mean, it from I mean, that. I mean, in the, in, that. in the comics, you have a clear understanding of uh, sort of where she came from, who her mom was, uh, because she was responsible for killing her own mom and you know yeah. that, that kind and of thing. And there's a thing about as well, she had a trigger scent that would send her into yeah, a berserker yeah, rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, it was... It was uh, she had basically k- killed everyone that she ever cared about. Yeah. And, and then got, she was like run away in New York and, and for a yeah, while. And, and it, and it got, got to a point where she hunted down Wolverine so they could both die. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that was pretty much it. Something like that. She was going to so, kill, yeah. like kill, kill him. kill him for some reason. She, yeah, and, but, but she also wanted to die. Like, yeah. she also wanted him to kill her. She was hoping that, that the two of them would go at it and they'd both be dead. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like, uh, Wolverine, he basically told her about, like, you know, the Professor X's school and all of that. And But then, if I'm not mistaken, like, after that, she, like, she was sort of taken away because, like, Cap- Captain America and Daredevil, like, fucking... They took her away. They, 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 yeah. they took her. And Although it was, it was Captain, one, it was one of those things where, like, yeah, she's she's done mur- she's done some murder. Yeah. So there has to she's be done, She's done a shitload of murder. Yeah. Uh, but she told the story and um, 
Captain America was like, you got to go down. And Daredevil's like, no, 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 Steve. No. Matt Murdock, attorney at law. Attorney at law. Oh, I got a business card. I've shown a business card. Uma had one from someone who works at Netflix. And they have a different, they have, the front has Netflix, but the back has different stuff on them. Mm -hmm. And the card that she got, she gave him, she's like, oh, I know you like this. It has uh, Murdock and Foggy, what's his name? Oh, uh, Nelson and Murdock. Yeah, Avocados at Law. It has like, a card Avocados that. Avocados at Law. <laughs> <laughs> but it says Attorneys at Law. So that's on the back of their card, which is really nice. Very nice. But uh, one of the things that shocks me is like, for literally two-thirds of this movie, she says nothing and just grunts. Yeah. And still gets across so much. Like, I mean, not just the acrobatic stuff, but she gets across so much character. And then when she starts speaking, it's in this fucking flow of Spanish. Yeah, 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 and yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck? You can speak? Yeah. But I love that they never subtitled it. Yeah. I love that, that they never subtitled it. Because Logan has no... Fu- He's like, yeah. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Who are these kids? You're fucking Julio's and all this kind of crap. No, but then after that, she just starts speaking English. Yeah. You know? And there's no explanation. It's like, yo, if you could speak English, why the fuck didn't you speak it earlier? Back to what you were talking about, X-24. The Reaver's not working. The moment where she, like, comes out and she throws the head. Yeah. And Boyd Holbrook is just like, no, Laura... No, 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 no. And she's just slowly walking up to them and she's like, come and have a go for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick yeah, your yeah. hard enough. And just decimates them. But she was that awesome that I just hope that they continue the story with her for a while. So this is the thing, like, again, I think Movie Bob and a couple of other internet commentators have talked about this. You know, Marvel has for a while, all the comic books, they don't make that much money. They don't make money. And all they are now is basically uh, skunk works or tr- test labs for things for the movies. Mm. And if it sells well or if it's well received, that becomes a storyline that's done in the movies. Yeah. Laura, Wolverine died. I have no idea why he died. I didn't even see that, read that one. Um, so Wolverine's dead officially in the comics, although old man Logan from that future timeline is now back in it for some stupid fucking reason. Mm-hmm. So actually, Wolverine comic is Laura. Laura is Wolverine and she wears the iconic yellow and black spandex and with her an Iron Man is also I think a robot or dead or an AI or something so there's now a black woman taking up the mantle of uh, Iron Heart yep yep so it's this idea of generational stuff and a little bit of that comes into probably the next Iron Man movie we'll probably get like we'll see Sam Wilson become Iron Man or not Iron Man sorry Captain America probably I mean because you know that they can't you know, these guys aren't going to play these roles forever. Yeah. And you know that after the, the next uh, Avengers movie, there's going to be some massive shifts. Yeah. Chris Evans is getting real tired about working out. <laughs> I can't say I blame him. <laughs> he is sick of I, eating. I, he is I, sick of eating three whole fucking chickens a day, man. I, I do he fucking, wants some cake. I Give do, Chris some cake. I do fucking 25 minutes in the morning. And, all, and already I'm like, man, fuck this. <laughs> uh but no, go see this movie. Yeah, if you I, haven't seen it in the cinemas, you should see it. There's a moment that bugged me the second time where Professor X dies in a really sad way. Like he's just like put on the back of a truck and he just touches it and goes Sunseeker, which is the name of his boat they were going to buy, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that Logan could get Professor X away from humans and just like float in a boat till he dies. Yep. Which is fucking depressing. And he calls the truck fucking the Sunseeker. Like uh, another listen to the slash film cast, they were talking about it and saying like it's a, it's a it's an it's a, a poignant moment, but it's also awful because his last words on Earth are nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of nothing going on there. But after they bury him, the scene with Logan talking, he's trying, he doesn't know how to deal with these he's, feelings. He's trying to do a eulogy. And he and can't. It, and, it just, and he just can't do it. And I thought that that was beautifully played. It played okay, but then afterwards he goes and beats up a character's comedic effect and then falls over. And it kind of got laughs in the audience I saw it in the second time. Right. Did you, it was a weird. It was a weird transition. It didn't hit me the first time, but the second time it's kind of humorous, and then he just falls over. Right. There were there were no laughs when I saw it. Really? Yeah. Um, if we're going to finish up, we should say the last moment of the film. Yeah. 
There's a moment. Logan's dead. Yeah. They buried him there's, under stones. There's something she does. Well, we, it's spoilers now. We've talked yeah. about it. Yeah. Basically, it's, you know, you got the cross, but she lifts the cross up. And just turns Moves it. it to an angle, puts it back down, and it's an X. And that moment. And, and, and I got to admit, I had a lump in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> that got me. I was I, like, oh, Jesus. I had a fucking lump in my throat. I swear to Christ. <laughs> that really hit me hard. I was like, that is such a small, beautiful thing to do. Yeah. And it's so simple. So simple. So simple. And, you know, the camera move, you know, like, uh, moves in, dollies in, and you're just like, please, God, don't let the fucking ground shake. Please. And his fist come on. <laughs> yeah, 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 please, God, like, <laughs> don't do it. Uh, and they don't. It just goes to black and Johnny Cash plays. And unlike what I wrote in my review of The Hype Geek, there's nothing after the credits, because I originally saw it, uh, in it, Fox's, I saw an uncut copy. Yeah. So they, oh, bizarrely in Malaysia, if you're listening outside the country, the fucks are all left in, but the assholes were removed. Yeah. Which is bizarre. Right. And we didn't get the Deadpool short film at the beginning. Yeah, which is kind of funny. Which is kind of funny. But also, there's nothing at the end. Putting at the end would have been weird. And even again, that Deadpool would have been weird. Yeah. And you were saying earlier, like, hopefully this gives, like, do a fucking superhero musical romantic comedy. Do something different with the material. Yeah. It's not like, okay, now we need to see old Spider-Man. No one wants to see old Spider-Man. No, I mean, what I hope doesn't happen with this, I hope that this doesn't make people go like, oh, we should do everything R-rated now. No. 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 It's it it's already. This because... is another avenue of storytelling for this genre. That's yeah. all it is. Um, don't fucking run with it. Oh, the O rating as well. The face stabbing. Yeah, there is so much so face, much face stabbing. stabbing and seeing the claws go. It's into... like it's like a Wolverine John Wick edition. Yeah, there's a moment where Professor X is having one of his wig outs, and Wolverine's the only one who can get close because everyone else is just paralyzed. Yeah. So there's all these fucking henchmen just like, who are standing yeah. there and they can't fucking move, and like one of the, their eyes all... are moving, and they can see him fucking coming, and he's pissed. He always <laughs> goes for the head. Yeah, he's just like stab you in the f- stab you in the face and out the other side of your head. That's awesome. I just want to add um, one, like, a sort of a bit of um, something cool to buy. Like, if you love this movie. Yeah. Uh, Mezco does this really cool... Um, they do this They, they do this uh, really cool uh, line of toys called uh, the, one, the 112 Collective Marvel. Mm-hmm. Why is and, it called 112? I don't know. <laughs> uh, but they've got a, an old man Logan version, and mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome. It comes with all kinds of great shit. It comes, comes with, with a coat? comes with a baby Hulk. Oh, yeah. comes with a coat. Different interchangeable hands. If you love like the old man Logan comic book series, or if you're still sort of jonesing after the movie, pre-order this shit. Yeah, because fu- in, cool. in the comic book he ends up with a Hulk baby, which is part of like. It turns out that the real one of the biggest villains of all was Bruce Banner, not the Hulk, but Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Yeah. Bruce Banner's a real dick, and he fucked his cousin, and he's got a whole load of redneck fucking kids. <laughs> I mean, as the comic book says, who else am I gonna fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it's really creepy. She's the only one who can deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, on that note, thanks for listening. Uh, let us know what you thought about Logan, and um, you can get us on Twitter at uh, Fries. I'm on at McNasty Prime, and I'm Gavia. And you can also email us at podcast at Fries. So don't forget to get into our competition. That's right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>